Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 10.077 after 10. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang not all here. Longoria still on paternity leave. Uh, Livia Lucia Longoria, born uh, Sunday morning early. Just Th- rolls off the tongue. Livia Lucia Longoria. Um, that's the way he pronounces it. I really wish Longoria. I'd have been there that day when he was yeah. pulling What's that. What's your name? Longoria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's still on uh, pop duty, and kudos to him. Seven pounds, 13 ounces, 20 and a half yeah. inches, in case you missed the uh, the program yesterday. A lot of mad people on Twitter yesterday that we were on early. A lot of people didn't get the message that we would be on early. Um, so I apologize for that. I tried to give you warning on the air and on social media. We did a live broadcast at the uh, Xfinity Comcast office up in Buckhead. That was a fun time. That was good. Yeah, the uh, good stuff. Everyone was, was nice out there. It was it was a, a good movie Monday. Buford is in for Longor- Longoria. Why are you shaking your head, Buf? What's <sighs> the matter? Headphones issues. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to use you mine? You can only hear out of one ear. I can, it's like blaring in my left ear and nothing in my right My headphones only work in one ear. I think it's the... Jack on the console. That's what she said. <laughs> it's not my knife. Mine work in both. Yeah, do you? Yeah, mine work uh, Mine both. do now. Usually when they only work in one. Anywho. Yeah. I only care them on one. one ear anyway. Exactly. That's exactly like yeah. that. That's how radio pros do it. We don't put the, you know, we're not rappers. Not blow out both ears. We're not DJs. We just, just you know, one. put one ear. Um, so we got a lot to talk about uh, tonight on the show. Oh, a programming note. So Sanjay with Would You Rather is usually a Tuesday night segment yeah what happened we're gonna make that a thursday night segment now a little scheduling conflict with the little guy so we're gonna move things around and would you rather uh, will now be on thursdays so we move in i don't know what we're doing yet oh okay we might do what carrie did this weekend on tuesdays that could be the the new tuesday what about tailgater tailgater is still wednesday okay johnny k will still be monday and and thursday okay we're just gonna add yeah we're just gonna shift silky around a little bit and he's small so it's easy to move him yeah he's pocket (laughs) size he's dainty he's easy to move him we're gonna put him in that little baby carrier (laughs) yeah front baby carrier exactly um tonight on the show first of all i'm a little tired because i didn't get my necessary sleep this afternoon because i made the mistake of watching the Donald Trump announcement 
today live oh, on TV. Why did you do that? I didn't even do that. I could not turn it off. It was a train wreck. It was the greatest thing I've seen in quite some time. And I'm not here to talk politics. Eric actually tweeted out a great column on what Trump means to the race, and yeah. I suggest you read it, and it, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm not here to what his chances are. What I don't That's not my field of expertise. It was great theater. Her, amazing. <laughs> right? It was great theater. I, <laughs> I swear to God, I was – I mean, I literally had to go to sleep. Like, yeah. I need to go to sleep now. And I could not turn it off. I was transfixed by how amazing that uh, it, it wasn't a press conference because performance. It was his announcement. Yeah, it was so entertaining. It was <laughs> so amazing. good. It was just he, and apparently he had um, sent out a printed version of what was supposed to be his speech, like an embargo thing. Yeah, and that's what I guess what politicians do sometimes though yeah, they'll give here's the, what i'm going to talk about so then they can get right up exactly beforehand yeah and apparently he got like nine words into that prepared speech yep. and then went totally off the reservation yeah and it was the greatest thing i've ever seen it was so like he'd start a story and then get sidetracked oh he, and then start another story and get side it was i could not turn it off and the applause breaks were so awkwardly placed because kind of weird because well, yeah. he would go you're right he'd go off on a story and then he'd think that he hit like a punch note like yeah. a high note and he would pause <laughs> yeah. and you'd hear the smattering of yeah and a couple of claps in the back and that was it i i literally if if they had put that on pay-per-view <laughs> i would have paid, paid for it it was and and, and i'm a tough sell like in in 2015, we have so many options for oh, our yeah. or our Everything. eyeballs, our ears, and it's tough to. Uh, there's not many things that I'm like. All right, I need to watch this, especially live TV, like scripted shows, like Game of Thrones. I'm in every week, every Sunday. Yep. Boom, like Ray Donovan. That's a show I I will watch every week, no matter what. Um, but it, there's not many live TV events that I am just. I, I can't change the channel. I'll get bored. Like, oh, even yeah. watching the NBA Finals. Like, I'll watch it for a little bit. And, all right, let me see what else is on. Yeah, like, I can't say glued to it. I was absolutely glued to Trump. I you He could have talked for three more hours, and I wouldn't have turned the channel. It was that good of TV. Well, because you didn't know where it was going to go. And no clue whatsoever. No idea <laughs> where, what he was going to say. It was awesome. Or who he was going to throw under the bus. I mean, at one point, he just started going off about Charles Krauthammer, which <laughs> if you don't watch Fox exclusively, you have you, yeah. no idea who he's talking about. It was, it was it, fantastic. Yeah, it was It was literally, I, I have to go back, <laughs> and this is what we're going to talk about tonight. Okay. Not Trump, not his candidacy. Yeah, no. That's what the other shows are for. But the fact that... I was I've been racking my brain to think of the greatest live television event of all time in my that I've seen that I've witnessed on with my very eyeballs. And I had to go back before Trump, the greatest live event probably was like the 1996 World Series when I'm sorry Brave fans when my Yankees won the World Series in 96. Like that was the last time I was that stoked watching a live television event okay yeah you're right like i i there's a bunch of things that i've really dug like uh, election nights like i like watching live results coming like yeah that's there's just, it's, yeah, it's super bowls it's are fun to yeah. watch but again they're glued to specifically that like the television only focused in on that nothing else around you where you're like i can't stop what no you're and, right and kudos to every network around Oh, they CNN, Fox, they they're like, we it. are not taking commercials. Nope. We're not breaking away no, from this. Stayed. This is just TV gold. Yeah. And it was, and it was amazing, and I ate it up, and I was literally, 
upset when they when it ended. I was like, no, keep going. Like you know, there was someone on the side, like like go wrap it up, Trump, wrap it up. I'm like, no, stay up there and keep talking. It was amazing. <laughs> so I I was just and, and I'm assuming if you're listening now to the Mark Aram show, you probably weren't up in the noon hour, whenever it was, eleven thirty, when he made the announcement. So you you probably don't grasp how awesome this was. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, a socialist, a communist, it, libertarian, whatever. It was magical. It was so one of those gems. It was one of those magical TV moments, like the final episode of MASH. Yes. Or yeah, really, just, it was. It was like, it brings everyone together. Because everyone was watching this. Oh, yeah. I don't care if you are a Clinton supporter or a Jeb Bush supporter, whatever. Everyone was watching this. If you're black, you're white, you're Christian, you're Jewish, you're whatever. It was... A transient moment in the, uh, a transformative moment in the history of this country was the Donald Trump announcement. That being said, you probably didn't hear it. I've got some audio cuts I'll play throughout the show. But I want to start the show off with this simple question. The greatest live event you've ever seen on television. So this is something non-scripted, something that occurs before your very eyes. You don't know what's going to happen. And I'm assuming uh, it, for a lot of folks, it will be the live landing on the moon. Yeah, oh yeah. The three of us were, were too young to see that. But I know they're listeners. And I actually would like to talk to people that witnessed that. And, and what was that like when you when you saw the moon landing live? I have to okay, you remind me. I mean, yes, the 96 Yankees, because I'm like you. I'm a Yankees fan, mm-hmm. so I do remember that. But since you brought up the moon landing, the Challenger explosion in the 80s, I, we watched that live as kids in class. Yeah. The problem and, is, and I, though. I remember, I remember that. because it, That's a watch, tragic event. Yeah, and I understand yeah. that. But it... That, but, you just pointed that out and I was like I remember being so fascinated with astronauts and just a kid like just watching that and then I mean obviously that happened but as a kid I was so glued to the television for for that I never was it was cartoons or nothing exactly that was the first real live event Beyond the tragedy yeah. that I was, that, that's what I'm going to so separate them too. To, yes, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to to bring up no, no. Because I, I want I, what you're I want great live TV, not yeah. tra- like tragic yeah. live TV would be 9/11. And, yeah, and, we don't. Yeah, no. The Challenger and the, uh, that stuff, um, which is are all amazing live television events, but they're not great television events. You're right. not. You're you We're don't about happy. Exactly. We're talking about happy, happy events where you don't want to events. change the channel. So I'm assuming we're going to get a lot of moon landings, but I'm sure there are a lot of things out there that uh, people have seen live that were just spectacularly amazing, and I want to hear about them. 404-872-0750, outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Um, like the, the Kennedy assassination wasn't broadcast live. You know, Cronkite did the live coverage after, but was what was broadcast live was when Jack Ruby... Um, shot the killer. That was actually broadcast live on TV. People saw that live. Again, not a great moment in television, you know, a, a historic one for sure, but the greatest moment in live television that you've ever seen with your eyes. Buford, you're a younger chap. Could you, anything pop to mind for you? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um... MTV Spring Break, something, uh, <laughs> Carson Daly, no, I, TRL Live. I, I, I don't know if it was a happy moment, but I did see the Holyfield-Tyson fight live. Okay. Where his ear, where he bit the ear. Sure. Yeah. And that you was, can't turn away from it that. Was one of the, it was the craziest thing I think I'd ever seen. It was pretty nuts. That's a good one. It was one that stuck with me for a long you don't time. Want, you can't change the channel after that. No. After oh, no. some dude bites an ear off. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just nuts. Interesting. All right. See, that those are little nuggets. I totally forgot about that. All right. I want to hear yours. And I, I would love to hear from people that watch the moon landing live, because uh, in the history of mankind, 
that was an amazing event and uh obviously i wasn't born yet i want to know what that was like to to see that 404-872-0750 outside of atlanta 1-800-WSB-TALK tweeting throughout the show at mark arum m-a-r-k-a-r-u-m and i'll come back i'll play some cuts from the just tremendously awesome donald trump announcement today uh which we broadcast live here on wsb all right stick around it's tuesday it's the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 1023, still 85 steamy degrees on Peachtree. I'm not ready for this freaking weather. Jeez, summer is here. And so is Rachel. Hey, Rach. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Greatest live television event you've ever seen in honor of Donald Trump's uh, magnificent announcement today. Brian is in Decula. Brian, welcome to the show. Everybody, clap your hands. Can we get it early? No? God, it's not too late, Buf. The audience wants it. <laughs> oh, you're killing us. Everybody, clap your hands. People get upset when we don't get to play that. So when when the rare occasion comes up, we got to hit it. Marco's in Lilburn. He's always there on the phone. How are you, Marco? Hey, what's up, guys? Greatest live television event you've ever seen. I know there's other ones, but I was really impressed with uh, Chris Christie's when uh, he just took everybody's questions and said, I'll be here as long as you need and uh, gave them all answers. You either need to watch more TV or get out more. <laughs> That's the Chris Christie's event. It was the greatest thing you've ever seen. I would say the greatest. I know there's other ones, but I just, it just that came I, to your mind. I thought about. All right. Yeah. Did you see the picture, Chuck? You're you're a political wonk. Did you see the picture of Christie at Yankee Stadium in the uh, the the softball game? Chuck's ignoring me now. Can he hear me? Charlie should be able to. Chuck, no, he can't. All right. Anyway, there was a picture of like he was in a. Uh, Chris Christie was in a baseball uniform, ill-fitting, like just rolls everywhere. It's a great picture. It was, but people were making fun of him, and I f- totally felt bad for him because I remember being a, a chunky little leaguer, and my uniform was, you know, too tight, and I felt bad and awkward. I just felt bad for him in that. That people were making fun of him. That wasn't right. Sue's in Lawrenceville. Sue, you are on the Mark Aram show. Hi. Um, I did see the moon landing. I was only five years old, but I. I know my parents were super impressed, and we were just watching it and not realizing the magnitude of what we saw. So you were at home when it happened? Yeah, I was at home. Do you remember what time it happened? Like, was it a nighttime? Oh, God. I know it was nighttime, Mm -hmm. and I know we were, I know we were, like, excited that we were watching TV then, but I don't, you know... That's all that I remember. I mean, I was five. So yeah, I was that might have been a little too young to. to but at the right. time, did you recognize how important that was? Um, no. Later, I did. Sure. But the sure. one that really struck me was Nixon's resignation. Oh, that would have been interesting to see live. That was. I don't know if that's that great, was. but it was you know definitely no, I, interesting. I was actually happy because I didn't like them. There but you I go. Mean, I, it, it was like it was a train wreck too. Yeah. You know. Interesting. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Chris is indicator. Chris, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, fine there, Junior. Listen, I want to give you a Dutch rub haircut. You know, just put my knuckles in your scalp and just rub them because I'm 60 years old and you're just a kid. <laughs> so, so, all right, the best, best, uh, best thing I ever saw was uh, when 
Ed Ames. Uh, Ed Ames played Mingo on Daniel Boone, which is a show way before your time. Uh-huh. And Ed Ames was part of the Ames Brothers, and they were singers also. But he played he played this Indian on this on this. And then Johnny Carson had him on a TV show, and, and Ed Ames. And Johnny said, "You know, throw a throw a tomahawk at me." And Ed Ames threw a tomahawk that landed right between Johnny Carson. I actually I didn't see it live, obviously, but I've seen the the video of that. That was pretty amazing. So there you go. Like I never would have thought about that. Ed Ames throwing an axe at Johnny Carson's head. Greatest live TV event. All right, I want to hear more. Greatest live television event your eyes have ever seen. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. News, weather, and traffic next. This is WSB. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. If you listen to the Mark Aram Show more than two hours, please consult your physician immediately. officially running for president of the United States and we are going to make our country great again Godspeed Donald it is 10:37 23 in front of 11 Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight the greatest live television event these eyes have seen in the last 19 years was the Donald Trump uh, announcement today that he's running for president. It was riveting television. The greatest live TV event I've seen since the 1996 World Series. It was phenomenal. It was amazing. It was must-see television. It was you can't even think about changing the channel kind of moment. That's how good it was. It was so good. It was hard to believe. It was, you know, it was just all off the top of his head and off the cuff. Like he was just rambling. What's made it Brilliant. classic? Like it, it would have been boring if he was like, and uh, yeah, uh, if my, he was reading from a teleprompter and giving the standard he got speech, eight words into his speech and then just threw it away and was like, it just went off the rails. Unbelievably Which amazing. Is every press person's behind the scenes political person's nightmare. Sure. When, oh, his handlers were go, pulling their oh hair out. Oh, my God. But, we're like, what are you doing? But I'm watching, and I tweeted this out as as Trump was giving it. I said, uh, my tweet was, quote, thank you, Lord, signed every news director in America right now, because it was... Oh, he just made it a thousand times better oh, to follow him. So good. So good. So we're discussing the greatest live television events you've ever seen. Uh, now, and greatest means good. So um, the the... Shuttle, shuttle blowing up, not a yeah, good event. Yeah, Challenger, 9-11. 9-11, not a good like event. Yeah, no, no. Uh, right, Reagan getting shot, not a good event. No. Amazingly good television, live television. What's the greatest thing you've ever seen? 404-872-0751-800 WSB-TALK. Patty joins us in Pennsylvania. Patty, always a pleasure. How are you, dear? Uh, how you doing, honey? Excellent. Well, all right, so 
In your lifetime, what's the greatest live television event you've ever seen? Um, from the beginning with the uh, chasing with OJ. Now, yeah, someone tweeted that. OJ, was that great? Was that a good thing or was that a bad thing? I remember as a, as a basketball fan, I was mad because they cut away from the uh, NBA Finals to, to show that. I know. I mean, it was it riveting. Was, it, was, it was amazing live television. Yeah. I guess we'll it call was, it amazing. Yeah. It was just so riveting. But uh, for a local, for me, it was when the Phils won the World Series in 1980? Oh, in 08. Oh wait. Okay, I didn't. And then it was the um, parade. It was on Halloween that year. The parade. I mean, Mark, he had to say it. Yeah. It was just millions of people with their red shirts. Are you on. Are you a Phillies fan, Patty? Um, I was back then. Because <laughs> now... I have some I have some breaking Philadelphia Phillies news that actually pertains to Atlanta. Former Atlanta Brave, Atlanta local favorite Jeff Francoeur, outfielder for the Phillies, actually pitched in the game today for the Phillies. The outfielder did? Yeah, because the Phillies were getting blown out. They, they brought in Frenchie oh. to pitch the last two innings. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, one of the riveting games to me was, was a few years ago. Um, it was They went 19 innings. Yeah, I remember and that game. And they brought the... Um, second baseman or the third baseman in pit. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. And he stuff. won the game. Patty, were you were you alive when the man landed on the moon? Yes. Unfortunately, I was alive and I could drive home. I was at my friend's house. So that I would imagine, and, that, and I want to hear, thanks for the call, Patty. I imagine that's going to be number one on a lot of people's lists. I wish I was there to see that live. Jason's in Loganville. Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, good evening to you, Mark. How are you, sir? Uh, not bad. Well, when you first discussed the topic, I had a million of them pop in my head, and then you said nothing disastrous. Yeah, nothing <laughs> bad. Yeah, it's kind of hard to think of them in this day and age without anything bad contained with them. But if you got a second, I got three of them that I thought. Yeah, fire good. away. Okay, all right. The first one would be the life of. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Um, That's all right. What's number two? Uh, the, the New Year's Eve ball drop. Uh, can't remember his name. Uh, Dick. Uh, it, Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Yeah, the, the the life and times. I'm 40 years old, and I've watched him every single year when the ball would drop. Yeah. And just see the life and times of him and looking forward to seeing his face every year. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a good momentous occasion. And the second one is, I'm not sure if it was live, but was the Carol Burnett show live back then? No, I think that was ta it was They taped it live, but it wasn't actually live broadcast live, I don't believe. Okay, and then the last one I have would be the more recent. When Arnold Schwarzenegger was running for governor of California, they had a prank caller call into Fox News, uh, who was an Arnold impersonator. Uh, his voice was perfect. No kidding. And had a 10, 15-minute conversation with him. They didn't even verify his background on who was that's, really that's happened quite a bit. Usually it's Howard Stern fans that do that, that call in and, and do that. I remember that. They did it to... Uh, um, Brokaw or one of the big anchors once too. It was it was pretty bad. Uh, Ron's in Canton. Ron, you're on the Mark Aram show. Well, I've got two of them, and they're both musical. I believe they were both live. Okay. Elvis on the Steve Allen show, I believe it was, mm -hmm. and the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. The Beatles. Wow, you saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Oh yeah. Well, All right, yeah. take me back to that time, okay? 
So obviously the Beatles were known at that point, right? Because barely, barely. Okay, but you knew enough about them that you were like, "I got to check out Ed Sullivan," or you just happened to be watching Ed Sullivan. I tell you how it happened. I was twelve years old, and my I had uh, living in Louisiana back then, and my cousin, she was a girl, came over. I was watching the Scarecrow of Romney Marsh, and she told me I had to change the channel. <laughs> and it was the Beatles' first appearance in America. So they came on the Ed Sullivan, a uh, uh, fantastically historic performance on live television. And when you're watching that as a 12-year-old boy, Ron, um, were you like, wow, these guys are awesome? Or you were like, I don't know what I'm watching? I thought it was great. I mean, Elvis had already gone Hollywood by then, mm-hmm. and... Uh, so he was of no interest anymore. I got gotcha. you. So you were you were taken by the Beatles from that very performance. They they actually stood out in your mind. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I, that's that's a very that's a great one. I'm glad Ron brought that up. I got to write that down. The Beatles on Ed Sullivan, very historic live moment in television. Um, I was always curious about that if people already knew that they were awesome or that was when they discovered they were awesome. Nancy's in Smyrna. Nancy, welcome to the program, dear. Uh, good evening, all of you. I agree with the fellow. Um, I saw the Beatles, and it was unbelievable to see preteen girls screaming and fainting. It was ridiculous. That's that, that's gonna what's gonna happen at the Red State gathering. We're gonna have <laughs> the, the the preteen girls screaming for Eric Erickson on stage. It's gonna be right, very similar right. to that. But one thing about the moon landing, um, there was an expose. On, I saw it. Uh, uh, the initial one, mm-hmm. but then a few years later there was uh, an expose where they said that it must have been faked because the flag that was on the ground, inserted in the ground, uh, and was waving did not have a shadow. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that, uh, the fake moon landing. I'm not sure how I feel on that. Um, well, I didn't either, except I saw it. I saw it flapping with no shadow. Yes, indeed. So you watched the, the moon landing live. Where were you, Nancy, when you saw that? Um, I was in Decatur in my mother's home. And and was the whole family gathered around? And, oh, and, yeah. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, Older than five? Well, yeah. All right, so you knew what was going on. What, did Old you, enough to vote. What, what was going through your mind when, when you saw that? When well, you, it was unbelievable, yeah. you know, because I'd always looked up at the moon and, and you know, envisioned the, the man on the moon mm-hmm. smiling. Um, it, it was just, it was unbelievable. It really was quite an event. Yeah. I, was it um, carried on all the networks, do you know? I mean, that, that's asking a I lot. I should to... have imagined <laughs> it would have been. It yeah. Was, it, you know, it was pre-recorded. I mean, not not pre-recorded, but yeah. it was well announced. Yeah, I would. I didn't know how that worked out. That and again, I don't blame you for not remembering. I mean, that was a while ago. But I would imagine, like anyone that could have broadcast that would have broadcast that. Buford's found the audio of the moon landing. We'll play that for you coming up in the program because I think that's pretty fascinating historic stuff. Russ is incoming. Russ, how are you, brother? Everybody, clap Russ's hands. Everybody, clap your hands. That's weird because Russ is is Johnny on the spot. I hope you're all right. Russ, call back and, and let me know you're okay, buddy. Brad's in Atlanta. Brad, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. Uh, when I was 18 years old, the Berlin Wall came down and the Cold War ended. And I remember watching it live when they started having the demonstrations in, in, in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And we were just waiting for the East Germans and the Russians to come out and really crush it. I remember yeah. that. Was that 89? I believe it was 89. I yeah. 89. And, um, yeah, it was 89, I think. And, um, 
you know, I would I planned on joining the military when I got out of high school. Mm-hmm. So I come up, you know, in the 80s with the height of the Cold War and, and uh, you know, the Reagan era. And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, oh, geez, what am I going to do now? You know, I joined the military in 91, and mm-hmm. I've been in 23 years. But it's pretty interesting that, uh, you know, I remember thinking at that moment that I was never going to see, you know, this was something I never thought I was going to see, you know, my whole life. The, the evil empire. So, were you, so you were disappointed that, you know, the wall came down from a military standpoint, or? No, what, what I was was, I just couldn't believe it. Sure. I, was, I was just sat there, and I was going, wait a minute, they're tearing, there's people there with sledgehammers. Yeah, and I absolutely, I remember watching that as well. And what's, and going, how's this happening? You're going, this isn't possible. Where are the guards at, you know? And, yeah. And they just, they didn't shoot. They didn't you know, shoot. They, what's, what's, and, I remember you know, most about that is, uh, my buddy Nick in college, had a souvenir piece of the wall for somehow he was able to get a piece of the Berlin wall that came down. And that was like the coolest thing to me ever. Like it was this hacked up piece of concrete, um, that he had on his shelf as, as a souvenir of that. That's a great call right there, Brad. I'd forgotten about that. The Berlin wall. It's just, you think about it and what a, what a world changing event, you know, and, and it was funny because I was old enough to really remember it and then understand it because we had, you know, I paid attention. Mm-hmm. And so what's funny is how, how people today really have no clue. You know, I've got some friends that are millennials, you know, young, you know, privates in our unit. They have no clue what they it was like remember, to yeah. have. Yeah, they have no clue. And so, you know, they're looking at Putin and I'm going, guys, this is all very familiar, you know. Yeah, exactly. Going on over so, there. You, anyway, so you joined in 91. That's, that's Desert Storm era, right? I just missed that. What happened was I thought I'd try college out, and it mm-hmm. didn't work out for me. And um, I, I literally dropped out of college, joined, and I was in basic training, and my AIT as a combat medic, the war, the war was built up, mm-hmm. started, and finished, and my unit had returned home before I got to it. And so I was there to help them, you know, get back. But I, uh, I you know, I did, I did end up, Later on in my career, obviously, I was over for OEF, OIF, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Bosnia and Korea and all. You know, I went all over the place yeah. in the military. But it was uh, it was one of those things where, you know, I just remember sitting there going, I can't believe this is happening. How is it happening? You know, and now after being able to reflect and see how, you know, the, the politics behind the fall of the Soviet Empire happened. But it was just, it was just, it was a moment. And I remember sitting there, I remember I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it, because that's what happened. I remember, and I couldn't leave the TV. I was glued to it, watching these people celebrate, drink beer on the wall. Yeah, it was a party. It was, I, uh, thanks for the call, Brandon. Thanks for your service, man. That That's awesome. Um, I'd forgotten about that. That was an amazing live television event. I think it was Peter Jennings that I remember as the wall was coming down, reporting from the wall. That was, That's a great call right there, Brad. The Berlin Wall coming down. Greatest live television event you have ever seen. 404-872-0750. More calls to come. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Welcome back to the show, 1054, 6 in front of 11. Mark Aaron with you till 12. No Longoria, Buford's here. Low T. Chuck screening the calls. Back to the phones. Marie joins us on the show. How are you, Marie? Hi. Hey. Um, thanks for taking my call, Mark. I have three for you. Go ahead. Two from the world of sports. Okay. Um, Secretariat's 1973 Belmont run. Oh, you saw that live. Yes. Oh, excellent. All right. Um, the 1980 hockey team, U.S. versus Russia. Miracle on ice. Absolutely. 
And why not the royal weddings? You know what? My mom texted me that. <laughs> she, she's like, the royal wedding, exclamation point. And I actually remember watching that. We uh, were, both of them. We were on vacation. Uh, the Princess Die wedding. That's the one I, she was referring yeah. to. I mm-hmm. guess that was 1980, maybe? 79? I don't know. We were in uh, in Maine on vacation, and I remember watching that and going, really? This is this is what we're watching? <laughs> now, for on the flip side of the coin... For bad live TV, like tragic live TV, when Princess Di died, and for even bigger for me, you know, it was sad when Princess Diana died or whatever, but didn't really affect me. But when uh, JFK Jr. died, I remember exactly where I was when when I found out about that and was watching the coverage live. And that to me was huge because it was always assumed, maybe not by the experts, but by me, that there's a chance that dude could have been our a president someday. I mean, name recognition alone. The uh, the charisma, whatever that could have been a president. Oh, definitely. And and he was uh, tragically killed in a plane crash. Kevin's in Powder Springs. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. What's up, buddy? Well, uh, mine's also from the world of sports. Uh, not just what you see, but it's who you're with. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so in 1986, I was a, a student in college. I was going to college in the Bronx, and we were. Uh, in the Raps Teller, because back in those days they were allowed to serve alcohol to college students. Okay. And so we were watching the Red Sox and the Mets. Billy Buckner? Bill Buckner play. The Yankee fans and the Mets fans, probably 60 40 Mets fans. Yeah. Because they were the ones that were actually in this game. But there was no shortage of Yankee fans who were there to see the Red Sox. Yeah, as a Yankees fan, I can vouch for that. We were rooting for the Mets because we did not want to see the Red Sox win a series. Exactly. So, you know, we all know what happened. But I mean, at the time, it looked pretty grim. It looked like the Red Sox were probably going to win. Curse the Bambino was going to be lifted and all this. So everybody was all, like, kind of weeping in their beer at the time. So when Mookie Wilson made that hit, you know, Buckner kicked the ball. You don't normally see guys wearing Mets fans, you know, Mets hats, Hugging uh, <laughs> Yankees, Yankees fans, okay? yeah. But the pandemonium, the tears of joy. I mean, the, the, the series wasn't over. They still had to play game. No, that was that was Game Six. You're right. I got to run, Kevin. That, that's a good memory, though. Game Six of the '86 series. I'll never forget that. Right through poor Bill Buckner's legs, Mookie Wilson. All right, we're coming back after news, weather, traffic. We're going to play the audio from the moon landing. We're going to take more of your calls. You hear more cuts from Donald Trump. Uh, so stick around. A lot more to come. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.